0: Welcome to the Alia Graphic Podcast. I'm Jurgi Rutia from Kingston Libraries in Victoria, and today I have James with me. Hi, James.
1: Hi, uh, yeah, I'm James from uh, the Melbourne Athenaeum Library in, uh, in Victoria as well. Um, great to be here.
0: Yeah. Okay, so um, first, before we get started, uh, as a national group based across the land we call Australia, we would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of this land and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. I would specifically like to acknowledge the Bunurong people of the Kulin Nation as the custodians of the land from where I'm speaking and the Burungeri people of the Kulin Nation, um, which is where you are. Uh, yep. And I pay respect to the elders past and present of all First Nations people across the land. Uh so James uh I think I think we've got quite a bit to cover um but we do. Yeah um so we'll see how we go um we'll just have a chat uh that, yeah. you know if you want to know more details you can always check our blog and check all the news items and everything there uh but first of all I think we've started a new tradition uh, I think it kind of informally it's just developed where we kind of start talking about what we've read recently. So, you know, what have you been up to? What have you read?
1: Uh, Well, the first one that I... uh, I've just finished rereading the Sandman series by Neil Gaiman. Um, So it's fantastic. It's an absolute classic. There's a reason that it's a classic, because it is just so well-written, such brilliant ideas, and the various artists across the series bring bring the characters and the strange lands of dreaming um to to life so well um and yeah and I reread it because of the Netflix series which is amazing um and it inspired me to go out and actually I've never owned this particular series before um, and I just bought the 30th edition, 30th anniversary special edition um, the end of last year, I think it was um, on massive special. um, This box set that's usually about $500 down to about 300 or something from memory. So yeah, um, got that and have just been slowly working my way through rereading all of the, uh, all of these, um, amazing amazing stories yeah, um, I've got the
0: full sandman box sets as well it's yeah worth it i mean it's it's just such an incredible series i love uh neil gaiman's um world building myths legends fables everything is just and it just throws everything in. It's, it's, um, yeah. it's an incredible series. Thanks you. Yeah, to... he, he
1: takes he takes these amazing um folklore and traditional ideas and makes them his own in this really interesting way. Um and does it while using characters that a lot of the a lot of the characters already existed and he's yeah. made them like um the the characters of um Cain and Abel as the storytellers, the character of Lucian as the as the as dreaming's librarian um these were all characters that already existed in dc stuff and um he brought them in and now they are so intrinsically tied with with sandman people forget that they were actually existing characters beforehand Um, so yeah really really brilliant Uh, the other one that i've read recently um is it's really interesting because I wasn't I wasn't intending to do it, but it ties in really nicely with the uh, theme for the book club this month um, of uh, different versions of well-known characters. To, uh, to what we have, and yeah, I am a, am a long-time fan of Jessica Jones, going way back to Alias and the Pulse and all of mm-hmm. that. Um, and there's a new one that came out uh, earlier this year. Called The Variants, and it's by Gail Simone and Phil Noto. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, basically, uh, again, Jessica Jones is having her um, mind absolutely messed with by um, uh, villains, um, and she finds herself meeting uh different versions of herself who had made who have made different choices uh, and they've lived completely different lives um, and how how does she interact with them how does she can she get along um, all of this it's uh, Jessica is a character known for having some somewhat self-destructive tendencies yep. uh, when your self is then made external. How do self-destructive tendencies uh, play out? Um, mm-hmm. There's uh, so much interesting stuff here. I don't want to say too much because uh, it's really hard to talk about uh, about the story without giving away spoilers and um, and stuff. But, yeah, it's, it's really good. Gal Simone, fantastic um, uh, creator. Phil Noto, amazing artist. Um and yeah, Jessica Jones, originally created by um uh Bendis.
0: That's sounds, sounds really cool. I'll have to check that one out as well. Yeah. Well me me personally, I've uh, I've read um I've gone Japanese. I've gone full on Japanese. Um <laughs> I've read, with that, I think. Yeah, I've I've read Our Colors by Gengoro Ta- Tagame. Uh, so, this is a one-volume graphic novel, and it's set in contemporary suburban Japan. Our uh, Colors is the story of Sora Itoda, a 16-year-old aspiring painter going through the emotional turbulence of being a teenager, we've all been there, uh, but uh, there, there's something a bit different. Sora wants to live, honestly, as a young gay man in high school. Uh, that is still not acceptable in Japanese society. his best friend and childhood confidant is now a young woman whom everyone thinks uh, should be <laughs> his girlfriend. Um, so Sora's world changes forever when he meets Mr. Amamiya, a middle-aged gentleman who is the owner and proprietor of a local coffee shop, and who is completely unapologetically out as a gay man and uh yeah so uh it's it's a really interesting story uh very real realistic uh about uh you know just uh growing up and uh re- yeah he knows that he's gay and wants to come out but doesn't know how and then meets this older uh man who is uh, gay and openly so and uh and their relationship and how he you know, um, works all this out, the turbulence of all that, uh, plus being a teenager. Uh, I thought it was a really interesting graphic novel, um, and I really enjoyed it. Now, the other one is uh, Shuna's uh, Journey by Miyazaki. Miyazaki needs no introduction. Uh uh, all his movies are masterpieces, and uh, of course, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind is an amazing manga as well that I absolutely love. And uh, Shuna's Journey is an interesting one because it's not really a manga, and it's not a picture book, but it's something in between. Um, you know, and it's um, I really really enjoyed it. So Shuna is the prince of a poor land uh, and watches in despair as his people work themselves to death, harvesting the little grain that grows there. So when a traveler presents him with a sample of seeds from a mysterious western land, he sets out to find the source of the golden grain, dreaming of a better life for his subjects. It's not long before he meets a proud girl named Thea and adventures ensue. Uh, it's actually based of, on a Nepalese um, folktale. Um, and I thought it was uh, a fascinating story. And uh, yeah, you can see some similarities with Nausicaa and um, with Princess Mononoke as well. Um, this was done before those two. And it was a story that was published in Japan, but was never published in English until now. And if you love Miyazaki and his um, beautiful fantasy worlds and stories, I highly recommend it. Um, it's it's a beautiful read. You'll read it in about half an hour, but you know, um, yeah, absolutely loved it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so good stuff. Now, um, there's been a lot going on and a lot that's happening. Uh, both in australia and uh in uh, uh in the world around comics uh all the news will be on our blog and uh we recommend that you um check out all the news there and um follow the links read full interviews and articles and all that but uh, uh Would you like to mention uh, some of them um, briefly and then I'll mention some of them briefly as well and then maybe we'll discuss in general?
1: Yeah, Um, so uh, um, Popverse, um, the uh, website and everything, has um, released two articles um, with uh, Maya Kobabe just recently. Um, In the first, they talk up, uh, caught up with them to talk about air process, making comics um, influences, um, a new graphic novel in the works. And um, of course, gender queer and the recent controversies. Um, it's a really comprehensive interview, really worth a read. Um, and you can find the link um, in on our blog, as, as Yogi said, um, uh, and the second one is uh, covering uh, discussion between Mike Kurato, Kathy G Johnson, and Maya Kobabe, and the, at the MoCA festival around challenges to comics and attempts at banning them. Um, Given uh, the stuff that we've just seen happening recently, it's a re- these are both articles definitely worth a read um, for librarians here in Australia, um, just to stay up to up to date on on what's happening um, internationally in this space. Um,
0: yeah. Really, so yeah. while we wait for the final decision from the Australian Classification Review Board, uh, I think uh, um, these two articles are timely. <laughs> um uh, the interview is timely, and it, it's good to um to read and, and see what mycobab has to say as well and um i'm I'm very hopeful that uh the review board will make a sensible decision <laughs> but uh, yeah we'll yeah so um
1: yeah, so it's it it's it's good with um Alia is is uh has is submitting to the review board uh has got dispensation to to talk in person uh to to make a a presentation um directly to them not just a written submission so yeah it's um it's absolutely uh uh fantastic the work that ali is doing to try and to try and support um the decisions libraries are making there um and it's but, great uh, to yeah. see
0: um that yeah. there's um, a lot of support out there as well yeah there's yeah a lot of support out there um, and, and uh yeah i th- I think the re- the review uh will be a sensible one that's my feeling yeah. Uh, yeah I'm hopeful
1: yeah and and yeah as I said the uh the while, while the resources that Ali is developing uh, are on their way, um, one of the best things that, that um, you can do to to be on top of this this topic is to stay informed. Um, and, yeah, these articles are a great way to do that. Um, on happier news, uh, there's... Um, librarian Kelsey Bogan has published on the Don't Shush Me blog... Um, Two really comprehensive and excellent guides uh, and resources for collection development around um, around comics, graphic novels, manga. So yeah, it's um, these are really interesting um, uh, resources. And uh, yeah, if you're uh, reviewing any any collection development stuff, anything like that, definitely take a look um, because uh, there are things that uh, Comics can have uh, um, some weird, uh, weird considerations as far as collection development. Yeah, um, that you want it that you want to take into consideration, um, and yeah, uh, well worth well worth looking at.
0: Yeah, uh, look, um, especially the second link. I think it's really, really, really amazing. The practical guide to comic book collection development is really, really comprehensive. Um, and I can see that uh, she had quite a few people collaborate and um, and uh, help her. And it's an amazing resource that she's published and it's really available. And, you know, it covers a lot of ground from getting started with comic books, uh, understanding how comic books are organized and published. Which is not the easiest,
1: <laughs> you know. No, um, yeah. And then talking about things like um, age group specific, specific um, how to how to make make sure that your collection is meeting meeting all of those needs, um, and then how to organize the collection, like you yep. by by publisher um, is is uh, the suggestion uh, made, made here. Um, and which is a, a, often a good one because that's usually how comic book shops do it. So people who read comics are familiar with that way of, of breaking it up. Um, but the, but yeah, and, um, goes into, goes into a bit about that. Um, yeah. about that here. And, and the big, uh, the big one, the, um, cataloging, the call number, the spine label, all of that, how, uh, how you can make that a bit clearer for particularly for long series um, that have had different authors, artists um, across the, across their runs.
0: And look, this is something that uh, at Alia Graphic, we have been discussing ourselves as well and uh, making some sort of guide or guidelines uh, around these kind of things as well. Uh, And it's just something that we, always want to do, but we, we don't find the right time to do, but uh, uh, something that we would really like to do as well, to, to have a, our own little guide, um, you know, basically compiling all the resources that uh, the, that we think are really interesting and putting some of our general guidelines and recommendations. And of course, then every, every library uh, is different and, you know, they may decide to to do some things differently yep. But, um yeah um it's something that i'd really like to do and i can't promise when we're going to do it but hopefully this year
1: <laughs> well speaking of speaking of um ha- wanting to do more um and resources uh this is a good point place to point out if you are interested in in getting involved with alia graphic um uh, please do get in touch um uh, alia graphic info at um Gmail.com. Uh get in touch with us. We'd love to have you involved. Um, whether that's as committee, whether that's as I've got something that I want to share, all of that. Um, yeah, please, please do get in touch. We'd love to hear from you.
0: If you want to help us with our blog, if you wanna help us with the podcasts, with uh, creator chats, with gathering resources, with the monthly roundups that we do. Um, if you have different ideas, a webinar, anything. Um, you know. Aliagraphicinfo at gmail.com. Now, um, I'll go through a couple of new items as well, news items. Um, the ESNA nominations, of course, ha- have been announced. They were announced uh, about a couple of weeks ago. Um, and you can. Uh, we've got a link for all the uh, nominations um, on their website. Uh, Tom Taylor is uh, one of the nominees uh, for Nightwing and Best Continuing Series, and there is also a presence, uh, um, an Australian presence um, on the Nib, which is published for Best Anthology. Uh, and uh, Ellery Harris is one of the editors and publishers with the Nib, And there are also uh, a few Australian creators that have been involved. Sadly, the Nib will stop publishing. Um, in about August, I think it is. Uh, the news ju- uh, was just announced uh, a few days ago. Um, we were really sad to see the end of the Nib. They published really, really interesting work. Uh, but uh you know it was uh, amazing while it lasted and they published some really really interesting work and as i said there were a few australians involved there so um, mm. um
1: and i'm and i really want to um see in one of the ones in best humor publication i haven't seen it yet but um revenge of the librarians is what it's called and that <laughs> just sounds like something that uh that uh, we all should should take a look at
0: <laughs> definitely 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 Um, I would also like to mention that uh, Tim Smith is also one of the biggest advocates of teaching with comics in the world, and his book Teaching with Comics uh, has received a well-deserved Eisner Award nomination. We had had Tim, uh, I think, about a year ago, uh, when he was still working on the book before it was published uh and he's a really awesome guy and uh and uh if if you haven't checked out that book i highly recommend it especially for teachers uh teaching with comics amazing resource and uh we have there an interview with uh that was published on no Flying, no tides and the other thing also that i wanted to mention is um there are a lot of Fans of Amulet, Kazuki Kibuishi's amazing series in the world. Lots of fans. And one of the big questions uh, in everyone's mind for a lot of years has been, when is the ninth and last book coming out? And now we have the answer. Kazuki Kibuishi tweeted just recently that February 6, 2024, the ninth and final volume of Amulet will be coming out, so um, which is amazing. I'm really excited. My son's really excited. And I've been telling a few kids in the library as well who are all very excited. And of course, um, it's going to be a long wait. But in the meantime, you can read an interview with uh, Kazu Kibuishi and Amy Kibuishi, uh, husband and wife. Uh, so there, there's an interview that was published by Macken Com- Community, uh, and uh, yeah, um, it's great to see them in conversation and they talk uh, about their process making comics. so um, yeah, and can't wait for February 6th, 2024. I wish I had a data so I could travel there, grab a copy and come back. <laughs>
1: And well, in the it, there's plenty of time in the meantime to uh to reread all the old ones. There's what about eight months left in the year, so that's you can read read one of the the books every month until it comes out.
0: That's right. Yep. Yeah, you can. I, I'm sure. I'm sure that there will be a lot of people who will be re um, Rereading, rereading all the all series. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. as soon as I told my son the first thing he said, "Oh, I'm going to have to read all the volumes again." Yeah. Right. Yep. That's exactly what I'm going to do too. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> It's a great thing about, about comics is they tend to be a reasonably quick read when you're rereading the the volumes when a new one comes out.
0: Yeah, yeah. But but I think I will wait until later in the year. I'll uh-huh. probably read them uh, through the holidays. Like, yeah. You know, uh, through the holidays, just read all of them and then grab the new one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... There's a lot going on. Um, there are more news on our blog, as we mentioned. Um, but let's move on to some of the new titles. And uh, first, I'm going to mention uh, Peter Parker and Miles Morales, Spider Man Double Trouble by Mariko Tamaki, Bita uh, Ayala, and Gurihiru. Um, now, my, uh, in this book, Miles Morales is Peter Parker's friend. They're also both Spider Man. When Peter drags Miles Morales to take your sidekick to work day, Miles is not amused. They're both Spider Man. Now, then Peter, Peter makes a mistake that unleashes villainous shenanigans on New York City, and it's up to Miles to save the day and prove. Exactly which Spider-Man is the true sidekick. Um so uh like the the first volume of uh Spider-Man Double Trouble was really fun and I'm glad to see um them doing a new one. And I'm sure it's gonna be a, a really fun one. I I love Marie Kotamaki's work. I love Wude So uh you know. So yeah. Um this should be a really, really fun graphic novel for kids. Um I'm completely sold. <laughs> Did you want to mention a title as well? Yeah, yeah. So
1: that? Um, one that uh, that um, jumped out at me this this month is the Monkey King: The Complete Odyssey, which is by um Chico Tsai, which I hope I'm pronouncing correctly, and my apologies if I'm not. Um, which is through Magnetic Press, um, and this is um, recently Journey at the West. Um, So the complete story of the legendary monkey, uh, king of fable um, and ancient Chinese lore Um, So artist Chaiko brings his unique visual style and humour to this fantasy adventure About a monkey who acquires supernatural abilities and intelligence And chooses to use them for mischief and glory uh, Before finding himself at the ire of the heavens um, Imprisoned by the Buddha himself the Rapscallion vows to prove his worth by escaping and retrieving the sacred sutras on a mighty quest. Um, an adventure story, humorous satire of bureaucracy, source of spiritual insight, and an extended allegory, um, which is all brought to life in a dynamic animated style uh, that will entertain readers young and old. Um, I'm uh, Journey of the West is a really interesting um, story that those uh, maybe uh especially those my age going to be very familiar with it through the um monkey tv series the the uh legend of monkey i think it is or the adventures of monkey yeah um which uh is uh amazing and has one of the best uh uh theme songs of all time <laughs> um <laughs> and uh it's just a really interesting story the the um journey to the west is one of the four great uh works of of chinese like the these um uh recognized as as four works that are that are seminal in um in chinese literature um journey to the west is one of them um so i'm really interested to see to see what they uh what they've done with it um especially uh, the fact that it looks like it's bringing out a lot of the humor in the story yeah. um, which is something that that I think a lot of the retellings um, and uh, the translations really really lose a lot of that the humor in it it's this yeah. it's it's this literary work so it's it's got to be uh be serious and everything but um, no there's a there's a lot of humor in um, in the story Um yeah as well so yeah i'm i'm really looking forward to that one
0: i'm i'm really looking forward to it as well i mean uh, i love the uh, the classic series uh it's just so much fun i've got the costume at home i've got the 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 monkey king costume uh <laughs> and uh, um i watched the abc series as well that they made the the new adventures of um, the
1: new adventures of monkey,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, which which was you know a bit uneven, but but um I still enjoyed it. Uh, my son yeah. really loved it. Um, yeah, uh, my son really it, loved it. It,
1: it um it really moved a lot from uh, from the the specific original stuff. It's um a lot of it's uh, it, that one's a, a much looser adaptation Yes. um
0: yes, but
1: yeah yes. it was still yeah I, I watched that as well it's very uh very well done um yeah it, um the the storytelling's a bit uh some episodes it's it's better than others I did like the um uh again I'm I'm doing it all at this episode I really like the the episodes of that that um that dealt with the the library um yeah. of the of the sutras and and everything that was um yeah. that was really really well done and, and interesting and um unlike a lot of the um shows that uh throw in that extra that throw in a library in an episode it really did treat libraries and librarians with a lot of respect um really the people writing that episode really understood the work involved so yeah, yeah. i thought that was really
0: yeah. and um And it's obviously, um, I mean, it's an incredible classic, but it's also a a work that has influenced a lot of um, um, modern um, retellings, loosely based, but highly influenced. So Dragon Ball is the prime example. Dragon Ball is very highly influenced by this story. Naruto has influences of this story, and you can see it in in a lot of other things as well, uh, and so... even a lot of
1: Western works that are that because um, it's very much uh, like the hero's journey, and all of that is yeah. is a big part of the the narrative push of it. So um, you can see that the way that a lot of the Western ideas of hero's journey are applied in in certain stories um, draw heavily from from this. Um, this yeah. uh seminal work um Even yeah so
0: the, the one behind me avatar, yeah, avatar. That, i think there are very strong influences there as well mm. but, yeah uh, yeah and obviously american-born chinese which uh has now opened on disney plus uh, as a tv series uh and and we've started watching it uh we're about halfway through it's fun we're enjoying it but I highly recommend people uh, that they read the original graphic novel by Jin yeah. um, It It's an amazing graphic novel. And again, very highly influenced um, mm-hmm. by this story. So uh, yeah. you said it's one of the four uh, great classics of Chinese literature. Uh, I mean, the other one that I can think of is The Three Kingdoms. Romance uh-huh.
1: of the Three Kingdoms. Um the, uh, what about the other two? Uh, you're gonna make you're gonna test me and I I'm gonna have to look <laughs>
0: Sorry, it up. I, I didn't mean why to don't test you, you why don't you
1: go why don't you talk about another news article and I'll look this up quickly. Okay and yes. I can tell you after that.
0: Yeah, that that's great. Okay. Uh so yes, uh um another one that I'm really looking forward to is The Gods on Sunday morning by Kurt Busiek. Brent Derek Anderson, Alex Ross, and Alex Sinclair, uh, published by Image Comics. Um, Great names on the cover, and uh, I can't wait to read this. Uh, Now, Immortality isn't all it's cracked up to be. Meet Manny, an ancient, near-forgotten god living in a crummy hotel in L.A. It's not so much of a lie for him or the other forgotten gods he meets for breakfast every Sunday, but something is brewing, something that will change the gods' destiny forever or end it. Uh, So the the award-winning Astro City creative team brings you their first original graphic novel, a contemporary fantasy that does for mythology what Astro City does for superheroes. incredibly excited um i'm completely sold on this um i need to read it um it sounds really really interesting and uh you know uh, the the quality yeah. of the people involved um you know promises for, for this to be really an amazing graphic novel so yeah
1: it sounds um sounds quite very similar to um as far as the premise to neil gaiman's american gods
0: i thought um, that too but
1: yes. But even from that, I can tell it's already going in quite a different direction and it sounds like it's its its own thing. Um, But yeah, and and the fact that it sounds so interesting on its own and sounds so similar to something that I liked so much. um, Yeah, definitely one that I'm going to look at as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, Did you find the answer?
1: I did, I did. So the four classics of Chinese literature, or four classic Chinese novels, or whatever they call them. Um, they are The Romance of the Three Kingdoms, yeah.
0: um,
1: The Water Margin, Journey to the West, yeah. and The Dream of the Red Chamber.
0: Okay. All right. Um,
1: that's and cool. that's... They're, excuse me. They're usually the ones that are um, put together. There are... Um, there are others that that they put in, but yeah, the four the four classics is is something that's talked about a lot, um, and it's and it's those four. Um, yeah, so
0: that's cool. Uh,
1: there is one more, not not a new title, but um, a new event that's happened that uh, that I think it'd be great to talk about in the in the podcast, um, and mm-hmm. that's King Con. Um, which happened uh, just this weekend, um, and is a fantastic example of um, libraries engaging with comics um, in really fun and interesting ways. And um, luckily enough, we have one of the organisers here with us. So, Yogi, do you want to tell us a bit about that?
0: Um, James, this is not in the script. What are you? It doing? is not in
1: the script. <laughs> Um, um, but I figured yes. that as an organiser, you could probably talk about it even without it being sitting in the script.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, look, uh, this, this was really a dream come true. Thel um, uh, uh, and I uh, went to NLS 9 together uh, where we spoke, uh, well, where I presented, and, you know, this group was created after that. And, uh, yeah, Phil and I just had some ideas uh, uh, around uh, doing a Comic-Con at the library. And um, we were originally planning it for June 2020. Now we know what happened in 2020. Uh, So that, uh, you know, all our planning just went nowhere. Uh, It all had to be canceled. Uh, so it was great that, uh, library managers, uh, last year, um, gave us the green light to go ahead. It, it's been months in planning. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was really exciting. Uh, we had tons of people, uh, coming into the library yesterday and, because we're recording on a Sunday, so it was Saturday, yesterday, uh, we had tons of people, um, in fact, the first couple of hours, we probably had too many people coming into the library. And at one point we were a little bit concerned, um, but um, no, it all went really, really well. And we had all sorts of stuff. So we had Andrew McDonald and Ben Wood doing an author talk um, about real pigeons and the kids absolutely loved it. Then we had Dean Rankin um, talking, um, doing a comics workshop and he was amazing. Uh, we had a superhero-themed story time. We had um, tabletop games and Dungeons & Dragons all day. Uh, Lots of kids went through that. Uh, Minecraft um, uh, all day as well. We had a Mario Kart tournament. We had LARP, uh, a LARP group, Exodus, um, who were amazing and did an amazing demonstration of what they do, the games they play, and how they battle. And um, they they go really full on. Um, but it was so much fun. Uh, we had the Rogue Lightsabers, um Rogue Lightsabers Corps uh doing a lightsaber demonstration. The five hundred and first Legion, the Rebel Legion. Uh they came in as well, and uh, you know, kids were absolutely delighted to have photos taken. Um With them because they they look amazing their costumes are just incredible um and um we did a cosplay parade and we had some amazing cosplayers it was just so much fun and it was just uh, you could see all ages um you know and uh really really diverse community um and uh, yeah, the, the mayor came in. He was there for a couple of hours as well, and he was really, really impressed. And he said, "This is what, this is what it's all about: you know, right? bringing the community together. Like, this is incredible." And so, yeah, it was the first time that we've done it. And um, are you going to uh, do it again? Well, I mean, it was all depending on how successful it was and seeing what it was yesterday i think it's safe to say that uh, um, we'll do it again um yeah i i mean it it always comes down to budget but it was definitely a huge success i um it was the biggest event the library has ever had
1: wow yeah so it sounds yeah it sounds like there's a lot of stuff was it difficult to organize or like if other libraries are are interested in doing something similar, is it, how difficult was it, how much time, all of that?
0: Um, Well, we, we started, uh, we formed the organizing committee in November and, um, and, you know, and uh, (laughs) it's the end of May and, uh, and I wish we had a little bit more time. but at the same time, we did, we did everything we set out to do. Um, uh, so, yeah, uh, it's not hard. Uh, and I think you know the most important thing is to find out what community groups are out there um, in your community. So, you know, is there a LARP group? Is there a Minecraft uh, group? Or is there a, uh, you know, uh, do you have uh, a role-playing group? uh Dungeons and Dragons that's another thing we had as well oh, by the way uh D&D um you know uh do you have a community group of goals cosplayers or you know or Star Wars fans or things like that the five hundred and first legion and rebel legion they they i think they're in um a lot of places in a lot of cities and um they're amazing and everyone was just um, Really, really generous with their time and with everything. And yeah. um And this being the first one, we had a limited budget. So there were some things that we knew that we could spend some money on. And there were some things that we just did ourselves, you know. And uh, but it's it's about having fun. I mean, it's it's not about replicating what Supernova or Comic Con or Comic Con do. We can't do that, you know that's that's them, and they have massive budgets and and things like that, and huge venues. So what can you fit in your library? uh what's your budget, and you know what and think about different things that will bring the community in and and I think we that was one of the main things that that we have things for families and for little kids, but also some for teenagers as well. And there was a real mix there. Um, so yeah. And get them involved, get them doing things, you know, so they, they're playing, uh, they're having fun, they're cosplaying, they're making comics, you know? Uh, yeah. It, it, it was, it was amazing for me. It was a dream come true. Um, and uh yeah, uh, I'm sure we'll start planning again soon. Because <laughs> yeah. I think next next year we want to do it again, and we'll do it, uh, and we want to make it bigger.
1: Yeah, sounds amazing. Yeah, I'm looking forward. I was so disappointed I couldn't, I ended up not able to make it. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I, you know, as soon as it's there, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add the date to my calendar.
0: To be <laughs> honest, yeah, it's, it's the amazing. first year we've done it, and I think yeah. it's outgrown the library already. Uh, you know, uh, as I said, especially the, the morning, it, it, we had too many people we, uh, and we couldn't really fit everything that we wanted to do either. Uh, I, I was really, really, really keen to do an artist sally as well and invite uh, a lot of local comic creators. And this year we couldn't fit it. We just didn't have the space for it. Um, but
1: uh, so it sounds like you need a bigger library, yeah. That's uh, that's uh, <laughs>
0: I think, he, I think, um, uh, even though we have eight branches, uh, uh, Kingston is a little bit different because we, we do have eight branches across our library service, but none of the branches is big, you know. Uh, uh so I think we may need to actually move it out of the library which on the one hand, it's a little bit sad that it's not at the library itself, uh, but I think we're going to have to. Um, otherwise, we're going to have to keep it small. So uh, th- this is probably something that we're going to have to talk about uh, you know, I- in the committee. And if we want to keep it at uh, the library, we're going to have to keep it you know, reasonably small. If we want to go a little bit bigger and if we want to have the artist tally and have some panel talks and, and, uh, and all that, and um, then we'll have to move it out of the library and maybe into the Muraden Town Hall, but you know none of these has been decided. Uh, none of these um, can really be announced. And speaking out of turn, really.
1: <laughs> just cut. Just cut everything that <laughs> you're editing. It just cut everything that you can't say. Um, so the. The big thing then is if people, if other libraries wanted to replicate it, the big thing you'd say is getting in touch with the community groups. Do you have any tips for what the best, like the best way to find out what community groups in your area, all of that? Um, If they're not, if people aren't already aware, where are the places to look to find that out for all these nerdy, amazing groups?
0: Uh, Just do your research, look for groups in the area. Um, and talk to people um you know, I'm sure that there will be someone that you know who knows comics uh someone that you know who uh who is involved in role playing and things like that, or you know or visit your local store you know there's um there's a Warhammer um shop uh, right next to our library pretty much uh Games workshop just around is, yeah. the corner, you know, so it's like um uh we're already in talks with them and i think next year we're going to have them if it goes ahead but uh, next year we'd love to have them uh you know um running some workshops and stuff and so yeah just and reach out you can reach out to me as well i'm, I'm happy to so just uh, email alia graphic info as well and i'm i'm happy to share any um Resources, but
1: yeah. And even if you're not interested in getting help, let us know because we'd love to promote it to to other librarians and we'd love to know about libraries being engaged in this sort of thing in this area. Um, Yeah, I mean, uh,
0: the the biggest one in Australia that I know is uh, the one they do in Wollongong. I think it's called Comic Gong. And uh, they've been doing it for quite a few years. And it's, I've never been there, but from what I've seen online, looks amazing, really, really well organized and looks huge. Um, I know that there are plenty libraries before COVID uh, had some in Mill Park and Town Library. Um, in here in Melbourne, uh, Dandenong also had DandyCon. Um, so some libraries have done this, one of the first ones. And um, and of course, across Sydney for a few years, they had a big one as well that was called Comic Conversation. And it was in, uh, uh, across a week and across multiple libraries uh, in Sydney. So um, I would really, really encourage um, all the libraries to do it. It's totally worth it. And seeing um huge number of people coming through the door yesterday it was just amazing. <laughs> Best feeling in the world
1: amazing well well done um yeah it's
0: great yeah but that was off script so let's go uh, let's get back to uh script and uh just saying wrapping up um uh there are some upcoming webinars that are worth mentioning um uh, but i'll actually start with some that have already happened so uh, the ALA's uh, Graphic Novels and Comics Roundtable had um, a series of webinars uh, around uh, book challenges and and uh, how to be prepared. Now, obviously, the American context and the Australian context are not exactly the same. Um, you know, uh, And some of the laws and legislation and things are not the same. But it's still a very, very interesting series um, of webinars, and they are available for free. So they've been archived, and they're available for free on their website. We've got the link for it. And so there was one uh, that was preparing for challenges and how to be ready before you get one. Uh, The second one was preparing for challenges to comics and graphic novels and what uh, what to do when you get one. Uh, So how to be ready before you get one and what to do when you get one. And then uh, the third one, which uh, was just recently was um, what to do after you fought a challenge. So what to do after. Uh, Really interesting conversations. Uh, uh, So three webinars there are available for free and uh, uh, some food for thought, definitely. Mm -hmm. Uh, and they also have an upcoming webinar, James, would you like to talk yeah, about Yeah,
1: so, um, it's, uh, representatives from the Texas Library Association's Maverick Reading List Selection Committee. Um, and they're going to talk about, uh, information on selection, acquisition, and programming, um, that honors graphic formats. Um, It's aimed at uh, both uh, existing graphic novel lovers and newbies. Um, So there should be something in it for everyone. Um, Really, really looking forward to this. Um, And it's... uh, The Maverick list uh, includes manga and graphic novel recommendations for 6th to 12th graders. Um, And the members of the selection committee work directly with youth in those grades um so yeah it should be a really interesting webinar and it's going to be on the 14th of june at 11 a.m australian eastern standard time um provided we've done our conversions correctly (laughs) um so yeah all the information on their thing is is of course in american um uh American time, but um yeah, hopefully we've got the the conversion to to Australian time, correct, but um feel free to double check us on that um and again, uh you can get the registration link for that on our um on the blog when this comes out
0: yeah uh, and uh their, uh their webinars are usually uh very early in the morning for us they are usually mm. around four or five a m but this one is 11 a.m. for us, uh, a much better time. It's a Wednesday morning, but um, uh, I will definitely be talking to my <laughs> coordinator and saying, I'm doing a webinar <laughs> there. Please put me off desk. Um, so yeah, that looks really interesting. And uh, we also have a a webinar coming up uh, from Alia. Uh, So this is the Australian classification board, what libraries need to know. So obviously this is um, because of what's going on at the moment and there's been some confusion uh, on some parts uh, around the fact that uh, um, books are not classified and uh, genderqueer is um, now being classified and things like that. So we're going to be talking about that. So, uh, the webinar will examine the basics of what gets classified and what does not and what the process is as well as what it means to have unclassified or classified materials in your collection. We examine recent changes which improve our situation such as access to language other than English videos as well as the area of censorship and materials likely to cause offence including disproportionately targeted collections such as graphic novels. Uh, The speakers are Trish Hepworth, Director of Policy and Education for the Australian Library and Information Association. Helen Kwaka, Manager of Collections and Content at Public Library Services South Australia. And Jurgi Urrutia, myself. you know, as the Alia Graphics convener. And obviously I will be talking mostly about the comic side of it and what's happening with genderqueer and uh, with some other comics that are also being challenged. Uh, So all the details and registration and all that is on our blog. The link is right there. Uh, It's free for Alia members and it's otherwise $30. Uh, but Alia members, remember, you don't need to be just a personal individual uh, member. You can uh, you can also go through uh, the institutional uh, one or your library. If you're especially if you work in a public library, is probably a member, and you can go through them. Uh, uh, if
1: you're not sure, you can um, ask your manager, or you can uh, get in touch with Alia directly. Um, all of their stuff is. How to get in contact with them is available at alia.org.au. Yeah. um, they like shoot. their, I hope this is okay to say. Shoot them off something that they can um, tell you whether how uh like what how the um, institutional member um, stuff um, what that allows you how that works. Um, they've they've got a lot of information about that. So if you're not sure, that's check check with your library system first. And if you and if you're still unclear um go to go to alia directly and, and ask them,
0: yeah, yeah, because uh, we'd love for um as many people as possible to to be in this webinar and um, get informed and uh yeah that that's pretty much it. I think we've done it
1: I think so this is great so uh yeah um as we said um at the start the the um Get in touch with us at aliographic at gmail.com. Um, and the blog that we keep mentioning that I don't think we've actually given the link to at this point is um aliographic.blogspot.com. Correct. So we if you go to there, you've got um, all of the the full information about the um, from this this roundup. Um, as well as information about the book club that we run for professional development, um, relating to comics in libraries, um, past, um, podcasts, including our creator chats, um, all that's available there at, um, aliagraphic.blogspot.com. And please remember to follow, please do follow us on social media as well. Um, aliagraphic, um, we're on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube. Yep. Miss anything, Yogi?
0: No, that's all. Well, it's been a pleasure, James. And as, um, as
1: always, it's been a, it, it has been a pleasure. Yeah. It's
0: I'm good sure we'll speak again soon.
1: Yeah. Yep. Thanks for listening to Alia Graphic podcast. Hit the subscribe button on our YouTube page and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter at Alia Graphic, Email us at aliagraphicinfo at gmail.com and check our blog, aliagraphic.blogspot.com for updates, monthly roundups of news and new release titles.